Let's get down to brass tags. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Just Before Dawn. Yeah. An under, underrated slasher. It's underrated, man. It is. All right. And I don't know why, because it's a great movie. Yeah, right? I know what you're saying. All right, man. So, Slasher Movie Club, Monday night. You know how it goes, Coriander. Let's see who we have in the chat. We got my man Drake. Drake's in the chat saying, what's up? What's going on, man? How are you doing? I liked that uh, added slasher. <laughs> that was just, nice. Just in case people were uh, confused, you know. Um, <laughs> Mr. Dan and Horace in the chat. Dan saying the beginning of the film with Mike Kellen. Sleepaway yeah. Camp is pretty good. Yes, right? yes. All right. And Dan says, what's up? <laughs> All right. Uh, Gore's in the chat, my man Gore. Say, here it is, Hello. just before dawn, my friends. One of the best final girls of all time. And shout out to Gore because I forgot which episode yes. it was a while back. Mm-hmm. He was talking about uh, this movie, the recommendation for it, and and fortunately, it came up on our list. But what were you saying about um, Deborah Benson? I kind, I think I have to agree with you there about the final girl. Yeah, I man. mean. She went from like a scared little girl to yeah this a champ. Yeah, I don't want to. She did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we'll definitely yeah. get into that too, man. Uh, right. We got my man Neil Neon Black Review saying, "Hey guys, what's Hello. going on? What's going on, brother? Uh, let's see. And you guys, uh, let's see, talking to each other. All right. <laughs> uh, gotta love it. All right." And Drake was saying, I agree with the thumbnail. Highly underrated. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. All right. So, Coriander, let's get into this thing. You know how we do this. Um, let's just talk about this movie uh, starting with the beginning or any or any high points beforehand. Had you seen this before? Let's start with that. No, I had never heard of it, All right. seen it, anything. So, yeah. All right. Well, tell me, tell me your thoughts about the movie as it started, because you watched it twice. Yep. Yep. I mean, it starts out great. You've got, mm-hmm. like you said, Mike Killen as Ty and his, what was it, his nephew or something? Is that what he yeah, said? Yeah, I think so. His nephew, yeah. I think. Rachel. Yeah. Yep. And that chair, you know, they were out hunting. They had, they caught, you know, caught this deer mm-hmm. and yeah, they're like in the church and. You know, Ty's there drinking his juice, and mm-hmm. yes, you have the friggin' creepy ass person right there creeping right. on him. 
Yeah, that was yeah. a creepy scene, man. It's like when I first saw that, I was like, what? Wait, wait a minute, what? <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty absolutely. damn creepy. But that sets up uh, for the first encounter, which I got to admit, man, this movie started right off the bat. And it's funny because um, when we talk about slasher movies, you think about, you know, obviously the gore, a lot of kills and all that. But this movie, and I just want to say this, I don't really want to jump too far ahead, but I just want to say it because it's an overall thing. This movie really takes a lot of left turns, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, it starts off bam with this phenomenal kill it's a crazy Mm. kill and then so you're set up and ready to go with that right but then it takes its time to build up some story and also introduce the cast yeah i thought the pacing was good you know it takes its time and it sets the mood and tone so Yeah. yeah i thought it was like great yeah i agree and like you said man when he looks up Mike Kellen, when he yes. looks up and he he sees that guy, it's like, wow, what's what's going on, man? I mean, you know, you yeah. just wouldn't expect to see even his be- expression. He was like, what the fuck is that? Right, you know, you wouldn't expect to oh, see yeah. this huge dude on the roof of a building, a, a church, right? you know. So yeah, man, it obviously leads up to uh, the first kill, and of course, we're going into spoilers, so everyone is kind of used to that. Um, but of course, with Slasher Movie Club, the idea is that we're all prepped. And ready to talk about these movies that we're talking about um but that first kill was crazy man i mean the yeah, the, the if i gotta admit man the practical effects again we're talking about 1981 mm-hmm. um the practical effects were so good in this i mean they I were, was and really... you know one thing with these kills too it's like there was barely there wasn't really much gore but it didn't need it Mm, you no, know, yeah. it it had the thrills that you didn't really need the gore. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, what they, made it, you know, stand out too. Yeah, I mean the atmosphere was just was was just phenomenal. It really really yeah, was. It was. Uh, yeah. Drake was saying it's been a little while since I've seen it. Oh, okay, Ooh, man, you gotta watch yeah. it again. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Gotta go check it out again. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sasha Fred's in the chat saying this movie stars George Kennedy, who was many uh, who has been many movies like the airport movies but he's probably known for playing the police captain in the naked gun trilogy yeah yeah i mean george kennedy is a legend no yeah. doubt about that <laughs> dan was saying drinking and hunting yeah the combination oh, right that, yeah right oh my god <laughs> oh man uh gora saying chris lemon legend jack lemon's son is in it yes yeah absolutely absolutely all right and Gore saying a great story doesn't always have to have the gore. Look at Halloween 78. That's right. That's true. Very true. So, you know, we see that first kill and then boom, you know, it's like we're off hitting the ground running. Um, but we also get introduced, as we just mentioned uh, in the chat, uh, George Kennedy, you know. And, it, you know, it's funny because when I was watching this for the first time and I had had not seen it either um, mm-hmm. before. Or at least I don't remember, you know, if I did, I was pretty damn young and it didn't really, I didn't really remember it. But as soon as I saw George Kennedy, I was just like, all right, you know what I mean? Because he just has, he just has this way about him in movies. He has charisma and it was really cool seeing him just working on his plants and so forth. (laughs) But you you, you really don't have an idea how this movie is going to go. And then you're introduced to the main cast. Um, and, and that's when it started to, to roll a little bit as far as the story. You've got uh, Greg Henry as Warren, 
and yep. then you get the, the rest of the crew uh, there. You know, Deborah Benson, of course, um, and, and the, one of the other leads, and the rest of them. So they're just basically on a trip, you know, going up into the mountains, and I mean the mountains. What were, what were you thinking yeah. about the story at this point? Because obviously we knew that this was not going to be a fun trip per se for them. What were you thinking? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it started out, like I said, it starts out, you had that great kill, and yet you see them driving up to the mountain, and I mean, they go deep. So right mm-hmm. there, you're thinking, is that smart? I don't know, man. Right. And yeah, they end up like hitting this deer, or yeah, they hit yeah. this deer. And then next thing you know, you got this goon stumbling upon him, you know, Ty, and he's he tried warning them, you know, mm-hmm. don't go out there. And what did they do? They just kept going. Right. Well, you know, the other thing, too, and I will say it kind of made a little bit of sense because he was like, the demon, the demon is there, came yeah. after me, whatever. So these guys, you know, and they can smell the liquor on them, too. So they don't believe them. Right. They, you right. almost can't blame them. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they're like, all yeah, right, yeah. all right, buddy, you yeah. got you to gotta go and chill out some more. But um, <laughs> anyways. But they keep on going. And the other thing that was funny, too, not funny, but interesting, is that you had uh, uh, the the killer who actually jumped on the RV to follow them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was something. I was like, man, this is he's really serious about this. Now, right. one thing I want to mention before they ran into Ty, they also met up with George, with George Kennedy. We didn't actually say that part yet. Um we just talked about him a little bit with his plants, but he also warned them too: don't go yeah, up to the mountain. Did. You know what yep. I mean? And yep. um, he didn't really say exactly why. He just, you know, told them that it's dangerous, and it makes sense. And okay. I love that one line he said. He said, "Well, at least tell me where you're going, so when you don't come back, I'll know where to find yeah. you," or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, man. "Damn, man!" Right. All right? You know, <laughs> that would make so, me think twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan was saying the soundtrack with the whistling and howling noise heightened the tension. Yes, it really it did. did. Um, and yeah. shout out, shout out to Brad um, uh, Fidel, who also did a lot of other great soundtracks, most notably the Terminator. You got to love; um, he, he's just phenomenal. Um, yeah. Gore was saying George Kennedy can be hilarious to look at. Naked Gun and Police Squad, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so anyway, so they go up to the mountains. And, and again, the other thing about this movie is it's pretty simple. It's yeah. pretty simple. And I think that works for it because mm-hmm. the setting is so beautiful. I yeah, mean, it is. You know, the setting, the atmosphere. The, yeah. The, and the, the music the to music, go with all that. The that waterfalls. Makes it, yes. Yeah, man. It's just great. Um, it is. But but yeah they get to where they're going their little camping area and you got warren and connie constance but they call her connie uh the leads you know they're they're just kind of doing their thing and the kids are just hanging out and we also get introduced to the rest of them you got uh megan and you also have um daniel and you also have jonathan too and jonathan's a big prankster so you know this cast of characters you know they were pretty cool you know i mean they were very likable what did you think of yeah. them as a, as a cast you know i thought that the the cast was pretty good you know yeah. i didn't yeah. have any problems with them and one thing that was interesting was they seemed and i know a lot of times people will say this but i really mean it they seemed authentic 
you know what i mean like yeah it was like really watching like someone that recorded this for real you know these guys the way they interacted with each other um they just seemed very relaxed around each other they did not seem like they were acting so i gotta give uh, all these actors uh, a lot of credit for that but you know there's weird things going on in these woods though coriander so let, let's talk about <laughs> yeah, that a little is. bit you know you do hear noises and stuff like that you do yeah. find out that you're getting spied on and yeah. uh that, that that was interesting by mary uh, cat mary cat logan and she's yeah. <laughs> and and as soon as you see someone that's kind of spying on you like that you know that something's wrong because obviously she came from somewhere and yeah. that's what I'd be afraid of. Where did you come from? And who else right. was well, there? Well, they thought they were by themselves. That's you know? right. They were surprised yeah. that people were there. Right, because Warren, um, I think it was his father or whatever, owned the land that they went yeah, to. So he it was, owned some, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was almost like they were there scouting uh, the property as well. So yeah, very, were. very creepy stuff, man. Um, mm-hmm. In the chat, Drake was saying, that's why you bring a gun on camping trips. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Especially going in the woods and the mountains like that. Bears. Right? You got well, mountain the, lions. Well, you got thi- Sasquatch. No. Oh, jeez. Well, the other thing, too, that was that was interesting that I didn't necessarily catch the first time I watched it, because I also, obviously, too, watched it twice, was when they were leaving George Kennedy and he asked where they were going, Jonathan told him the wrong area, you know. Yeah, he did. He told him the wrong area. And when they yep. were, when they finally got to where they were going, there was this scene pretty much where, um, I can't remember if it was Connie or someone said, um, you know, should you have done that? You know, should you have told him the wrong area? And and uh, Jonathan was basically like, well, we don't want him to come and bother us. And it's like, oh, man. And, and Connie yeah. did ask Warren saying, should we go back and tell the ranger where we're really at? And Warren was like, well, we're already here. It would take until night to get back and blah, blah, So it's setting this all up pretty damn good. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's... It really, yep. really is. So anyways, um, Gore was saying, I always wondered what Mary Cat's true intentions were all along. Yeah, man, she was she was just creepy well, she as had, hell. Well, she had a thing for Jonathan, obviously. Well, yeah, but and even she before was, that. And she did help in the end, you know? Yeah. So I think yeah. her intentions were, you know, think, uh, yeah, as clear as it could get with any of these mountain people. Yeah, I mean, I think she was just really curious and hadn't seen yeah. or hadn't seen or been around a lot of people plus and there's right? a fun fact we're, there's a fun fact we're going to throw out later on that will also give a little bit of context to her um and her background but let's get to uh one of the first big scenes in the movie coriander is when they get to the waterfall with yes. the rope bridge and let me tell you something right? there is no way on god's green earth that <laughs> i would go across this road bridge. You see that thing? It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I could, yeah. I could build a better rope bridge than that. It's like, what? What? <laughs> Come on. What'd you think of this scene? Great, fantastic yeah. cinematography for this scene, by the it way. It was. It was. Because it pretty much showed you that, look, these guys are really doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it it was crazy. And like you said, I would not be doing this either. No, especially... Right? Those three all at one time, maybe doing it one at a time going across, Mm -hmm. but all three of those got no way in hell because that would make it so much harder. Yeah, because in that scene, let me go back to it, because in that scene, um, Daniel 
you know, he starts yeah, to he starts to lose his his balance, and then he's moving it, and everyone's friggin' dancing on the rope bridge. It's like, no, yeah. I don't right? think so. Um, mm-hmm. But the other thing too, man, is that this. And when I watched it the second time, this really started to peak in my head because again, when you when we're watching these movies to talk about them, it's a lot different than just watching the movie and just watching it. You know what I mean? You know, when, right. when we're trying to review it, we're trying to pick up things too. And the thing I picked up right off the bat the second time was that these actors really went across this rope bridge it's yeah. like it's like hey you know they did not get paid a lot of money for this yeah. and it's crazy to think with this dangerous stunt that they wanted to take it out of the movie one of the really? producers wanted yeah but wow. the director was like nope we're keeping it wow so, yeah yeah wow, man wow wow uh, Drake, Drake was saying, no way I'm crossing that. That's a hell of a drop, and I don't swim too good. So doomed. <laughs> Gore said, no, no doubt, Knight. There's no way. No way I'm climbing across uh, that bridge. Not even in someone else's dream. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I mean, but, but credit to the cast, because they really manned up and, and went across it. But Daniel lost his, his, his balance struggle yeah, and, and when yeah. he finally made it you know i i gotta it admit it was almost like he was in shock you know yes well i shit like, man i would have been worse yeah. off than him man i would have been like <laughs> hyperventilating <laughs> or something man but the other thing that came into my mind was you know for daniel played by ralph seymour by the way was this real like because he obviously was hanging you know from the rope bridge i mean i don't know yeah. maybe if he was some some harness or whatever maybe i don't know but this is 1981 man they they were they were gorilla style back then but i was wondering (laughs) once he made it across was this definitely a a fairly real reaction because he was he was breathing and huffing and puffing and scared as shit credit to him credit yeah because i would have been way worse (laughs) um dan was saying we get an extra 10 bucks every time we fall (laughs) <laughs> oh god no thanks <laughs> yeah all right but anyways so they get across and the story just kind of shows them just doing what they do that was a great yeah. scene by the way but let's get to the yeah. next big scene the next big scene you have your boy jonathan and megan they're in the water near the waterfall just kind of hanging out cooling off you know everything's cool they're just trying to enjoy their time and sure enough and this scene was great for anyone that is watching this review if you have not watched this movie first of all if you've not watched this movie you probably shouldn't listen to all these spoilers but it's up to you but definitely watch this movie if you're a slasher movie fan this was gold the way this scene was shot they're sitting there just kind of hanging out making out hugging and all that and all of a sudden you see the killer emerge it was a really cool shot he emerged from the waterfall it was similar you know of course we've been reviewing the halloween series on wednesday nights which by the way check us out on wednesday nights but you know in in the classic um original when michael myers comes out of the darkness you know the shape emerges that's Mm -hmm. kind of what i thought about this scene when the killer just i mean he's a big dude you know he's not he's he's not he's not a small fry but he no. emerged from that waterfall, and it was a great shot. It really, really was. What were you thinking about this scene, how it all played out? Creepy. I mean, these guys are, you know, obviously too into each other that they're not even seeing or paying attention as to what's mm-hmm. going on around them. 
And yeah, I mean, he gets in that water and of course you have Jonathan play that trick on her where she, he goes under and she's mm-hmm. like, Jonathan! And right. yeah, it takes them a few minutes before he pretends to come up like you should be showing him before. And mm-hmm. yeah, and then of course, you know, yeah, they were hugging and shit and then he did it again. And this time you see the hand come up and touch her and she's like, ah, and then the next thing you know, you see Jonathan getting on going you know onto the beach and it's like what the hell you know and she freaked the fuck out man right i mean that is a situation creepy that that is so frightening you know because he he literally was right there and she she dunked him underwater and then he did his little joke on her and then she definitely felt the hands and the arms on her back because she thought it was him and then sure enough she looks like across the universe and sees him he's he's that far away and then she just in that split second man she freaked out yeah, and i was she like did. wow that was a good scene and, and a genuinely cool scare it yeah. really was credit yeah. to her too man because as Megan, soon as she saw yeah. yeah as soon as she saw jonathan and realized that he wasn't the person touching her she booked it and she swam fast yeah, i was like good for you you're you're being pretty yeah. smart right now and i like that yep um right but it was well fa- who wouldn't good god well well you know how now wait a minute now you know in these slasher movies a lot of times these <laughs> victims do some stupid shit you know what i mean true like, like true like she but she, i think she, that she would freak anybody the fuck out well, to get them going yeah, well, it'll freak someone out, but she could have done what some final girls we've seen do and just scream and yell and splash water. You know what I'm saying? Instead, yeah. she screamed and it instantly started swimming away fast, too. So, again, I just want to want to give her credit for that. But, you know, you have your campfire scenes and, and again, the ambiance and atmosphere and the tension is really really good it felt really really authentic but yeah and this and this is an important scene that i want to make sure that i talk about you have that part where warren and uh jonathan they they wander off i forgot what well, they, they were doing i think the camper yeah they're going to camper yeah they were going back to the camper to get some stuff and the other three are just kind of chilling around just like they are here and jonathan and warren scare the shit out of them because they're basically creeping around in the trees and stuff now this is the scene i think that sets up the whole thing and i just wanted to make sure that we we kind of illustrate this because it pays off in the end when they hear the noises and they even see shadows and i think they see a little bit of a hand coming around a tree which by the way very very creepy stuff daniel is shell-shocked you know he doesn't know what's going on connie is pretty much like she's not as shell-shocked as Daniel but she's not doing anything she was scared as well but kind of just mm-hmm. really focused on trying to figure out who's making this noise who is it Megan was the one that grabs the knife from Daniel and puts it out and says hey whoever you are you know you better stop playing come on out like Megan kind of took control now yes she did. I mean look I'd be in that same scenario I'd be scared myself man it's like what the hell's going on but after this Connie talked to Warren and was really upset that she froze because yeah. she, she along with uh, Warren, 
had done a lot of, you know, climbing and, and you know, backwoodsing yeah. and all that type of stuff. And she thought that she should have been able to handle that situation better. So she was really disappointed in herself that she froze. Yeah. That's yeah, important. She said she was like a scared little girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important for the end. And I like how it was a setup, but it wasn't ham fisted. So, and we'll talk about the payoff uh, in a little bit. Um, real quick, Gore was saying. <laughs> underwater crazies rooftop crazies <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. they were drake saying i really need to pick this one up yeah man yeah you it, do it, it, it's a good one it really really is a good one um let's see drake saying yeah but you expecting them in the city oddities in the city but in little towns a whole different element of creepy that's true you got that right yeah that is very true so you know as we kind of uh skip forward you know, again, we see them just kind of hanging out and doing this and that. But this is where we come up to our next big scene. You've got Jonathan who heads off. And next thing you know, he comes back in contact with good old Mary Cat. Mary yep. Cat's just hanging around, singing songs, frolicking yeah. along. I mean, telling them know. how she was watching them in the lake. And, right. And yeah. then she tries to make the, make the moves on him. And he's like, hey, hey what's up? Don't do that. <laughs> yep. Don't do that. And she runs off. And yeah. then he goes after her. Now, again, you know, it, I, I didn't think it was necessarily a, a, a bad or a stupid character dis- decision because, you know, he's just like, hey, I didn't mean to, like, piss you tail, off. Right? Well, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't think joking. that was it. Come on, man. I don't think no, that's what hey. it was. But I think he was just like, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, piss you off. You know what I mean? Now, before that, too, I, I didn't mention this, but we, we did meet Mary Cat's uh, parents who also were hanging around and told them, get off the land. And you're going to stir up the evil and all this type of, you know, the usual harbinger stuff. So yeah. I want to make sure that we throw that out there, too, because that's going to pay off in the end. But anyways, he's following after Mary Cat. She starts to go towards the rope bridge. And then all of a sudden she kind of turns back and kind of cowers behind the trees and stuff like she saw something that was scary right well <laughs> your boy jonathan's like hey it's just a rope bridge nothing to be scared of here i'll show it show you and he starts going across the rope bridge for the second time mind you which is two times too many and he's <laughs> he's going across the rope bridge and who does he see right in front of him your old yeah. buddy and yeah. You know, this scene was was pretty good, pretty well done too, because he's totally in shock because he's like, "Hi, um, sorry, I'm, you know, I'm in your way, and you know, blah 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 blah." Trying yeah, to make and small he turn, talk. He goes to turn around. Yeah. He goes to turn around, and then the killer just hacks at his hand with that huge yep. uh, blade, and I'm like, "Uh oh, yeah, man." Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And so Jonathan's trying to run back across the rope bridge, and, and this is why you don't even use rope bridges because you can't run across them. <laughs> Okay, that's that's the lesson that you're going to learn. But then um, the killer starts hacking away at the rope bridge. And I'm like, damn, this sucks. And unfortunately for Jonathan, he is not Indiana Jones. So he does not (laughs) hang on to the rope bridge the way that Indiana Jones did in the Temple of Doom. So you've got that scene where he's 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 injured badly on his arm, hand and Mm -hmm. arm. And he's trying to climb back up. Now, I got to admit, at this point, this was one moment where I was like, I wouldn't try to climb back up. You know what I'm saying? Because the killer is above the killer is above me and I'm hurt. 
I'm all the way down here in the water. Let me find a way back onto land. And then that way, at least I know I've got distance between me and the killer. But again, it's a movie. You got to suspend disbelief. So he's trying to climb back up. And sure enough, well, the killer is on. The killer goes to the other side. Am I not correct? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he goes to the other side. And it's like, and it also, Jonathan is also using the whistle. That yep. was another thing, too. He's using the and whistle. Connie heard it. Connie but, did hear it. Yeah, but they thought that he was messing around, so they just ignored it. They ignored it. So, long mm-hmm. story short, he finally does get pretty much back to the top, but then the killer just kicks him right in the face, and that was it, man. He fell. Like, it was a huge drop, too. And again, I was like, wow, that's a great... I mean, it looked pretty damn real. I'm assuming that the stunt was really done, because it looked real, and he just, right. boom, crashes right into the water. So that was a big scene as well. And I thought it was really, yeah. really done. What did you, how did you think it, it went as far as it being done and the tension of it? It was good. I mean, yeah, you when he was crossing that bridge and he's not paying attention to what's on the other side, just making yeah. sure that he gets across the bridge safely. And you look up and there's this friggin' big, creepy ass guy there with right. a machete to boot right. yeah i mean come on it was a great scene yeah yeah uh real quick too we got john Steele in the chat what's going on man how you doing Hello. nice to have you nice to have you um but yeah it, it, it was it was it was definitely it was definitely creepy it definitely was yeah um so anyways so he's he's messed up He's messed up. Drake was also saying that he thought the suspense was uh, brilliantly done. I agree. All throughout the movie, it really, really was. So then you cut to, you know, some other scenes. And again, nobody knows that this has happened to Jonathan, you know. And I thought that this was kind of smart because they're separated. You know what I'm saying? And you have, um, you also have before before the scene I'm going to talk about. You also have that scene where they were just hanging out at the campfire and they were, you know, doing their dance. And like I said, they ran into the family and all that. So it's, you know, in other words, the movie is really building tension, you know, throughout to give you these points of character buildup, you know. But you see the scene where uh, Warren and Connie are in the water. They're just hanging out and basically just, you know, enjoying each other's company. He's he's uh, fishing barehanded and everybody's everybody's really just happy go lucky. I think at this point, I want to get your opinion on this, uh, Coriander. I think at this point, Connie has started to kind of transform herself a little bit Mm. because after after the incident uh, where she got scared, she you know, she kind of not only physically looked different, like in her face, but, you know, she's barefoot and, and, you know, her clothes are different. She, she does her hair different. It's almost like she, she, you know, um, strengthens herself internally and externally. You know what I'm saying? What, what did you think of that? Yeah. I mean, she definitely had changes in this movie, you know, mm-hmm. and in the end, you definitely see that, yeah, wow, she may even have to go to, you know, a mental place for a little bit to get a little help. Mm, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, she definitely goes from, like I said, a scared little girl to this badass woman who mm-hmm. can take on anything. Yeah, 
absolutely. Oh yeah. And and I think Warren even said something to her too, like you know what's gotten into you, you know. And again, right. it was little subtle moments like that, you know. They didn't hit you over the head with it, but even he, as a character, as her boyfriend, is like, what's gotten into you? Because she was she was more intense, she was more aggressive and assertive. Yeah, and so she forth. painted her nails, her she painted her nails yes. and her toenails. Yes. Good point. Yeah. You know, it's almost and I don't. I don't want to sound like this movie is more than it is because you know I, I'll, I'll sound stupid, but just from my point of view, especially the second time watching it, it's almost like she was putting on you know her 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 armor, you know, even though there was no armor there and war paint and yeah. stuff like that. She was, you know, what I'm saying like toughening herself up, so like her speak. confidence. She's gained like so much confidence, you know. Absolutely, yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Very good point. So they're just hanging out. They grab the fish. She tells them, "Let the fish go." And next thing you know, and I again, this was so well shot, so well done. You see the body of Jonathan coming over the mini fall right there, right into them, and they freak out. And I think,、yeah. and again, this was pivotal because、and、I don't I think, think it, at first they really thought he was dead. Right, because you know?、uh, Warren pulls him over to the side and starts to try to do CPR on him. CPR, you know.、Yeah. But the other thing I want to mention too that I think is very important. I think this is the point also. Connie elevates right to that like warrior status, right? And for Warren, he starts to kind of devolve a bit, you know, because he starts to become a lot more、uh, in denial. Oh, he's not dead. He's not dead, and he's trying to revive him. And she's like, he got murdered. And first thing Warren says, you don't know that. And she's like,、yeah. I heard the whistle and this and that, and then you know Warren was like, he probably just f- fell. It happens all the、yeah. time, which it does out in the mountains、right. and the woods. But you could just tell he was really on the opposite side of the spectrum from her right there. And I think that's a big point in the movie that I didn't necessarily catch the first time. Is that you have these two characters that start to go in opposite directions as far as how they're dealing、uh, with the situation, but.、Yeah. We haven't even gotten to the to the next great part here because, well, what's going on with Megan and Daniel? Well,、right. they're hanging out and at that creepy ass you know, church. Yeah, yeah, they're at the church, and he's and like he's taking pictures. Yeah, taking pictures of her. Yeah, and he doesn't have his glasses, so、yep. he couldn't see. And the killer, they're kind of trying to play a trick because they think Jonathan is in the woods, and they plan a trick on him by hugging and all that, and. He's he's facing towards where the killer is, and he thinks it's Jonathan. He can't see without his glasses, and sure enough, the killer stabs him. And yeah, again,、um, credit to Megan, you know, because in this movie, these final girls were not stupid, and I'm I'm going to give a lot of credit because this is 1981, right? So it would have been easy to have them be fairly stupid. As soon as Megan sees that, she runs. She doesn't trip. She doesn't fall. She runs. Into the、yeah. church. Now, granted, you know, I probably would have just kept running, but right. But still, she ran. She goes to the church and closes the door to barricade herself. Okay, you know, she's thinking she's safe, and she's looking around, and、yeah. you, obviously, she's scared.、Um, you know, again,、right. this was pretty good performance. And this is when a twist comes. Yeah, the twist comes. She's looking out、yeah, of the、man. window. She sees the killer. He's playing、yep. around with the camera that Daniel、yep. had. And next thing you know, behind her, when I saw this, I was like, "What the fuck? What? What's going on? What did you think Friggin- of this scene?" <laughs> well, obviously, it's like, yeah, it's like what I'm seeing too here. Yeah,、mm-hmm. 
they were friggin' twins. It's like, wow. And I mean, she, she, I guess she's probably like shocked and shit. But I mean, when he's coming at her to kill her, she was kind of dumb to not do anything because these guys aren't very fast. You know, she could right. probably take him if she was, you know, I don't know what happened to her, but yeah, she ends up getting it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and I, and I will say this. I mean, it, you know, again, I, they probably had to off balance her with, with Connie. You know what I'm saying? When people are in situations like this, they're either going to freeze they're gonna freak out or they're gonna fight back you know what i mean and she did yeah, she, she froze man yeah. right but what i was gonna say is she did the right thing the first time when she saw uh daniel being yeah, stabbed and instead of saying oh my god are you all right or trying to check on him or worried about him she ran so I, i'll give right? her i'll give her credit you know and it's probably like at this point the adrenaline dump is just got you maxed out so when she saw the dude behind her it was just like are you freaking serious man you know what i mean so it was a fantastic scene it really really was um i enjoyed it um in the chat uh gore was saying her war paint her fighting gear yes yes absolutely uh, drake was saying she has this awareness like laurie did in halloween she knows something is up that's a great point and it's very very true connie really she knew the game plan right from the beginning you know i mean seriously she knew what was going on uh gore was saying megan plays too much uh something aren't some things aren't funny though that that was her man's brother <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i guess yeah you're right um but so after that, we start to get to the point where Warren and Connie are trying to put the pieces together. They go off to the family's place because they're going to ask them, hey, what's going on? They ask yeah. him, ask, ask what, them, what do you because they said go you're going to rise the devil. Mm -hmm. And they're asking, yeah, what's this devil, you know? Mm hmm. And of course, you know, Paul is just, he's not giving any answers. He's no, just like, you, you got to leave. He's always got that goddamn gun in his hand. Yeah, he does. It's like, yep. he's he's always ready to rock. You know, I don't know if I should <laughs> give him give him credit or, or be afraid of him or what, man. He's always just ready to, you know what I'm saying? He's always just, mm -hmm. <laughs> anyways. But um, yeah, they basically shoo them off. So we have the scene. Now, again, this is the second probably yeah the second scene that was kind of not too smart because they're back at their camp they don't mm -hmm. know where uh daniel is they don't know where megan yeah, is. yeah they right? think they're lost yeah they think they're lost so your boy warren is like well stay here i'm gonna oh, go and look so for them. stupid to it's separate like, that's yeah. like the dumbest thing in the world now i know he said well stay here in case they come back because someone has to be here for them i i i get that but what's more important to me would be to stay together. You know what I mean? Right. And, and take take chances, but be together. Yeah. So exactly. so so they separate, and then again, this was a fantastic uh, scene throughout the forest when he's looking uh, for Megan and uh, and Daniel. You have that scene mm -hmm. where it's super dark, and he's using the lantern, and it's pitch yeah. black behind him, and he moves it over to the side, and all of a sudden, you see Jonathan's body illuminated. Yeah. <laughs> That was just because you great. didn't even know. Yeah, you didn't even know it was there until he mm -hmm. turned that light, and you were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it yeah. was a fantastic scene because all he did was he, he took the lantern and just moved it 
just like yeah. that and it was it was really well again yeah. this is really well done and this is taking place in the woods this isn't a set or anything this is out mm-hmm. in the goddamn woods and they really yeah. were able to do some great things but anyway they went back to get the keys so that they could you know get to the camper exactly exactly yeah. and of course while he's gone guess what happens you got yeah. one of the <laughs> one of the killers comes out and boom blows the whistle yeah. right in front of Connie. I was like, wow. It, it was a good yeah. it was a good shocking scene. And so then she has to run. She's running away. He's right behind her. Um, some really good uh, moments in that chase. And then, you know, and I give her a little bit of credit because, I mean, she just figured, hey, I got to get away from this guy. So she climbs up a tree. Now, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't read too much about this. But either they put something on that tree, right? Or Deborah Benson is the greatest tree climber. Well, but it had branches. It the branches, branches were placed pretty damn good where she it, could get the fuck up there. Well, it did, but I'm just saying, man, she got up that tree really fast. And I'm guessing yeah, that in her regular Well, let me just say I'm guessing in her in her regular life, she is not a tree climber. Okay. She's barefoot and she has no equipment and she climbed up that tree pretty damn fast and even when she wasn't ho- holding on to branches like right here in this shot here she's hugging the tree but her feet were also hugging the the tree itself there wasn't any branches below her so i was just like wow that was again just giving credit you know this is 1981 really in the woods you know so very cool scene the killer starts chopping down the tree and i'm like what are you serious and the tree falls, and you see Deborah Benson again. I'm assuming there was no stunt double. I don't know, but it looked like Deborah Benson, and that tree falls down, and she just hits the ground. I'm like, man, these actors really went to bat for this movie. What'd you think of this scene, Coriander? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a crazy scene, you know. Like you said, I don't, I don't, I would have kept running because you know someone like that wouldn't be able to run as long as she could. So yes. uh, I, it was a mistake if you asked me to go up that tree. But yeah, she she did end up getting away. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, real quick, too, in the chat. barely though, right? Because thank exactly. God the the rain the forest ranger found Warren and you know snagged him, and mm-hmm. they went back and yeah, they shot that one of them. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but. Uh, Drake was saying that scene reminds me of Michael behind Laurie when the light gets turned up and his mask focuses into view. Yeah, and it, yeah, and it's another scene like that. You know, just like the waterfall, and then when uh, Warren is moving that lantern to the side, it was really, really like I said, it was really, really good. Um, and it was crazy too, like how Warren thought that Jonathan was still alive. Yeah, you know? he thought he was playing a prank on him. Well, yeah, and they did—they they did set that up pretty good in the beginning of the movie yeah. because Jonathan was the ultimate prankster. So you know, and plus, like I said, you know that scene—you uh, know, um, you know when they both, him and Connie, kind of went in different directions character-wise. He was in a lot of denial at this point in the movie. You know what I mean? He even—he even, he even yeah. kept saying that Daniel. And Megan were not dead. They're not dead. You know what I mean? So yeah. he's he's totally he's toast. And when at this he reached point. that ranger, he was like coming out at him like, Help us, you know? Yes. Yeah, yes. Definitely. So Connie is still up in the tree. She's screaming for Warren. I'm like, how could they not hear her? I mean, it's like the dead of night, 
you know, no noise. Her voice has to echo. But anyways, uh, long story short, um, George Kennedy to the rescue is basically what it's all about because he shoots the killer. And it's like because when she got uh, when the tree fell, she obviously was, you know, kind of shook up a little bit at that point. So the killer was coming to to deal the final blow. He was kicking her around. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, George Kennedy saved saved her. So that was really, really cool. And you would think that was it, right? Because, I mean, you figure, well, George Kennedy is there and this and that, and we killed the killer, right? No, it's not over because he's basically like, hey, you got to get your stuff and get out of here. And again, at this point, Warren is basically toast. And Connie is just, Connie just has this look on her face where she just... Like you said, she might need some help at the end of this movie, but she just has this look on her face like she is. Well, yeah, when she came out, yeah, she had on complete makeup on, Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was like, yeah, she just, she just looks like. She even said, "You never know who you'll meet out here." Right? Wow, man. Yeah, she definitely seemed like she was she was edged up, but just when you thought everything was over, right? Right. All of a sudden. The, one of the tents, one of the tents kind of collapses and he's like, you know, who told you, who taught you how to do these things? Who, who taught you how to put up a tent or something like that? And so he goes to fix it and all of a sudden, bam, the twin comes out of nowhere, of course, yeah. and he slashes Warren in the gut with the, with the machete. Yeah, and it's like, oh crap. I thought for sure at that point, dude was done. Right. At that moment. And I'm going to pause. I'm going to check out the chat real quick because we're right at the finale. Um, we've got, uh, let's see. Game Guy is in the chat. What's going on, man? Saying, what's up, guys? Hope you're having a good Monday. Absolutely, hey. man. Welcome to the mm-hmm. chat. Welcome to the chat. Uh, Gore was saying about the tree scene. Up the tree was the only place she could go. She was barefooted and couldn't have gotten away from him. That's his turf. That's a good point. Yeah. and, and yeah. He's going to have to stop to take a rest, though. Yeah. I mean, I think she should have kept going. She was going the whole day, going through those woods barefoot. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she, I, I would have kept running. Yeah, yep. Uh, game guy was saying, I keep missing the streams. Uh, work. Laugh out loud. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean, man. We're sorry. But hey, at least you're here. And there's always the replays, you know what I'm saying? But this is the important part of the movie to me, uh, Coriander. So... Warren gets slashed with the machete. He's he's hurt bad, right? At that moment, first of all, Connie could have ran, right? But she's like, no, I'm not going to run. She literally charges the killer, jumps yeah, right at him. jumped on him, right? And, and I played a little bit of that clip in our intro. She literally just jumps on him, like, mm-hmm. you know, ch- trying to choke him. He flips her over like a wrestling move flips her over she hits the ground and then she gets up and she's ready to to fight some more he 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 holds her like in a in a reverse bear hug and he's squeezing her so bad she starts to bleed from the mouth it's literally looking like she's about to be killed or crushed to death right you can yeah. see the blood coming from her mouth again pretty good effects uh, for 1981 and then all of a sudden she fights like hell she's swinging and yelling and kicking yeah. And and she 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 gets gets out of it, and then they're face to face, and he grabs her, and he's trying to crush her crush her again. Here's the moment I have never seen in a movie, and you know this because I said I'm like, what the hell? I have never ever seen that. This is all spoilers, guys. This is 
such a kick-ass moment in this movie and for slasher movies in general. She gets free enough, hauls back, and she punches him right in the mouth. Her fist goes in his mouth. She goes all the way down, man. I was like, oh my god. And not only that, but once she does it, like she's fully in combat mode, right? He's choking, and she just keeps pressing for it. He goes onto the ground. Now, at that point, some people might, you know, run away or whatever. She literally stays there and chokes him. You even see in that scene, she's like grunting and pushing further into his throat. And I gotta admit, man, the, the effects, how they did the scene, it looks real it looks real it looks very very good for 1981 and she literally kills him right there and i'm like damn and your boy warren is just looking like oh shit (laughs) you know what i mean he totally stumbles over to her yeah and he stumbles over to her and starts crying he starts crying man he's totally wasted he's got he's got nothing and she just stands there and she and of course these these still images don't do enough justice you guys should watch the movie but she stands there with this look on her face like she just you know like like she was you know on a mission and and, and won and came back to the tribe you know with with the victory and she just looks like she's like just a changed person mary cat comes out of the woods and kind of they'd had this staring moment and connie gives her this look like don't mess with me don't mess with me and mary cat runs away and like you said warren um crawls over to her because he's wounded um but you know he pansied out anyways he's wounded and he just starts bawling in her arms and she just stands there just kind of looking and then you know it kind of pans back you see you know the outside of the woods and all that and it goes off this chick is one of the best final girls of all time I mean, seriously, what she did was just phenomenal. But the story arc to get there, I thought was so cool, man. And again, this is 1981. What'd you think about the ending, Coriander? Yeah, like you said, it was something I had never seen before. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was badass. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Gore was saying, she saved her man. He should have been saving her. Yes. He's saying, I told you, Knight, I knew you loved the arm down the throat, man. Yeah, I had never seen anything like that before. It was just crazy. So crazy, man. Uh, Gore saying, she's like Rachel Ward in Fortress, took care of business. Yeah, man. And Drake saying, agreed, Knight, top 10, maybe even top five. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, man, that was just phenomenal. Just the, the, the character arc, and it was done in the right way. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Real quick, and we do have a couple fun facts we're going to throw out, uh, Coriander. I'll let you take take these over. But the first fun fact we're going to throw out is lights out. Lights out. Yeah, while shooting one evening, the lights went out without explanation, leaving the casting crew in the, you know, the mountain dark woods. Mm. And after several minutes, one of the producers yelled out, let there be light. And the lights <laughs> came back on and no one knows why they went out nor you know how they came back on so yeah wow all right yeah let's see our next one here that whistle creeps me out (laughs) yeah the eerie whistling motif heard in the music score is a reference to the rescue whistle that greg henry carries in the film yeah 
Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, the next one we've got shaking things up. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe when I read this one. Yeah, the during the production. Oh wait, yeah, during the production, the cast and crew were rocked by an earthquake one morning, and it was the eruption of Mount St. Helens and then in neighboring Washington. Wow. Yeah. All right. right? Very very cool. All right. Yeah. Um, our next one. Uh, the original title to this movie. The original title. Yeah, it was the Tennessee Mountain Murders. Hmm. Yeah, that's not yeah. too bad. Wow. Yeah. I wonder why they changed it. Oh, I don't know. Ten- yeah. Tennessee Tennessee Mountain Murders has a little bit of a ring to it. All right. Right. Uh, we got a couple more here. Our next fun fact: uh, the favorite. Yes, this is Jeff Lieberman considers this his favorite film. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. And that crazy move in the finale. Of yeah, Lieberman, yeah. His idea for the the uh the first the, the choke scene there. Yeah, he was trying to think of a way to kill someone that had never been done in film and he certainly did it. He really did, man. Even still to this yeah. day it's crazy. Um right? and the la- the last fun fact, and this is one that I found. You know, family. So, in the movie, a lot of the uh, idea is that there's been inbreeding in in this family. And they don't really talk too much about what happened. But what you do find out is that the twin killers, uh, their mother died in childbirth. So, Paul here, he mated with his daughter and had Mary Cat Logan. So, the other lady there is his daughter but is also Mary Cat's mother. Because remember when someone said something about your sister and she said, no, that's my mother. It's like, oh, wow. That's messed up, man. <laughs> it's scary stuff. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Gore was saying, uh, nice fact. I didn't know that. Yeah, man, it's some, it's some good stuff, man. Uh, always these behind the scenes always are intriguing. Uh, Drake saying, have a great night. Night and Coriander, Gore, Steel, Dan, Fred, and Game Guys. See you next time. Thanks. All right, man. Catch, catch you later, man. Take it easy. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much um, that's pretty much all that we got. This is a great movie, and if you have not seen it, you definitely need to check it out. This has easily uh, jumped up in my listing of favorite slasher movies, favorite horror movies. Um, it's really, really good. And one thing that I don't know if we mentioned yet, Coriander, we've seen this movie twice. What do you think of it the second time you saw it? I liked it more. You know, the first time I saw it, I was like, okay. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Nice. Yeah, yeah good me one. too. I, I could When you said that to me, I just couldn't believe it because I was like, yeah, I liked it even more the second time too. It's And yeah. that's... That's pretty cool. You know, that doesn't always happen with a movie. Uh, more right. often than, than not, it might, you know, decrease or just stay the same. But I really enjoyed it so much more the second time. It's crazy. Yeah. So anyways, guys, um, definitely let us know in the comment section what you think about Just Before Dawn. What do you think about the different moments in the movie, the kills, that fantastic finale? Is this a movie that is high up on your list of slashers? Let us know in the comment section down below. We'll have a discussion about it. Also, please give this video a like that would help support the channel. We'd really appreciate it. So we will catch you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace out, guys.